Hello, and welcome to A Few Important Things This Week. My name is Benjamin Leon, and I am with my co-host, Chase Cornblatt. Hello, guys. And this week, we have a bit of a special podcast. I know it's been a little bit since the last one, but we've been very busy. And Thanksgiving all- and stuff. Stuff. And, yeah, I'll get into that. So, first of all, how was your Thanksgiving, Chase? Oh, it was great. I mean, it was obviously a bummer to not be with all our family, but um, I got to see my cousins and hang out with them, and my dad made a great dinner, so it was pretty good. Yeah, that's nice. Pretty similar with me. I was with my cousins. I was fortunate enough. We were with our grandparents. We had masks on. It's it wasn't the same, but it was. A, I think this was a pretty good Thanksgiving. Yeah, and nice. Uh, Definitely thing. not the worst case. Yep, nice to be with family again. I think. Um, and this week we have the national days, famous birthdays, um, an ideal setup in how much it costs, shows that are leaving Netflix, product review on the Turtle Beach headset, sports, two teams, similarities and differences. And then Chase will be presenting us a book review. And uh, let me just say a couple things on that. Uh, the good setup is for, like, so say if you were us and you were, like, doing e-learning. So that's that's for us. Right? Yeah, e-learning, productivity. Maybe you're you're just sitting, you need, you're writing a book, writing something. So um, if It's just an kid, ideal setup. So if you're a kid and um, you need a good setup, make sure to stick around for that. Yep. Before National Days, we have, I just wanted to say, thanks for all of the support on this podcast. Yeah, this it, it, f- it means a lot to us when you guys listen to it. Yeah, we put in a lot of hard work, we put in a lot of hours to this, and to make us feel like our work was, you know, worth it, it, it feels good. Um, and on top of that, if you would like to reach out to us... I created an Instagram account where we will be posting content soon. The The name is just a few important things. And if you'd like to email us feedback or we really want to hear your ideas. Or your like, suggestions for anything we should put on it. You can email us at fewimportantthings at gmail.com. We'll put the email down in the description. Yep, I will try to do that. So, and let's just get right into it with... Um, National Days. Would you like to take it away? Sure. Thank you for that intro, Ben. Um, so, Deeds National Days are for December 5th, 2020. Which is tomorrow, the day after we're recording. The, finally, the year is almost over. So, um, <laughs> there are some, like, really, like, random days. But uh, the first one is National, National Stature Tort Day. And I don't even know what that means, so... Um, and then there's another one, um, it's Bathtub Party Day. I don't know why that's a national day, but clearly some people like it. For people who want bathtub parties, get with the program, Chase, come on. (laughs) Um, and then it's also International Ninja Day. I think that sounds cool. I think that's probably the only national day worth one in here. And then it's also National Repeal Day. I'm, this is getting weird. And uh, 
It's also Skywarm Recognition 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 Day, which is um always on the first Saturday of September. So I mean December. I can't talk. So um, it won't always be December fifth every year. And uh, Ben, I would like to know what your favorite national day is. Um, I have to go with bathtub party day. To me, that one stands out. Um, yeah. there's not there's nothing like having a good bathtub party day. <laughs> yeah, and my favorite, honestly, would be International Ninja Day. That sounds pretty cool. And so we have three celebrity birthdays on December fifth, and this is the first one is a big one. But can you believe it? Walt Disney would be a hundred and nineteen years old tomorrow. That's crazy. He was born on December fifth, nineteen oh one. You know, Chase. You know what's kind of interesting to think about? What is? I I'm pretty sure didn't Walt Disney do this thing with like he put him himself in some sort of cryogenic chamber? I'm not sure if that was I'm no that's true. He did. And, I did not know that. Thanks for teaching yeah, us something else. So I don't know there. Like like I said before, I don't know everything that we do on the podcast. I mean, I don't know if Walt Disney can you bring someone in a cryogenic can you bring them in a cryogenic t- chamber back alive? I don't know. All I know is that on Google it said he died in a hospital. So, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the hospital, but the cryogenic chamber bit. Okay. So yeah, moving on from Walt Disney, uh, the rock star John Resnick turns fifty-five tomorrow. So, and the actress Paula Patton is forty-five on December fifth. Ben, why don't you take it away with a good setup for e-learning? So, like we said in the intro, this is a good setup, not not only for e-learning, but just productivity in general. Or like if you're working from home, this is a great setup. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm definitely working from home. Gaming, I don't think this is the right place to look for gaming. I use this as my gaming setup. But, but like, there's way know, better thing. I was just trying to get something. Not all of us has our have our like Xbox or PS4. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that you'll need that I'm not including in this list, since there's just a such a um, long range of them, there's such a wide market, is some sort of brain. You could maybe have a PC or a laptop. Or I'm, an iPad. I'm using a laptop. So I'm using works. an iPad. Yeah. I'm not sure if an iPad works with this one that I have, because you need a USB slit or USB um, hole. But oh yeah, but um, there is a way to wake it or work. Like you could get an adapter. And yeah. You can plug the adapter into the charging spot on the iPad, and it work would work just fine. But it is not Bluetooth, however. So. Yeah. So the first thing you're gonna need is. The keyboard and mouse so you can get a wireless one a bluetooth one i have a wireless one which is, doesn't mean it it's bluetooth you actually need a usb it comes with it i went to best buy i got mine for 35 dollars in total and i bought a separate mouse but no it came with the mouse so 35 dollars but the mouse couldn't fit my hand exactly so i just got a different one that was like 25 dollars both wireless, I really like them. And they're Logitech, if you were wondering, I really like that company. Do you have any Logitech items? Um, I don't think so, but I do have a keyboard and a mouse. So um, I I got my keyboard from Amazon, it was $20. I think it's like Ominin or something like that. 
And um, my mouse I bought separately. That was ten dollars on Amazon, and the com the it's the same company. Amatin is the company. Excuse me. So yeah, they they actually seem to have affordable items. So yeah, they do. So combined, the keyboard and mouse was thirty bucks for me. Oh, for me, I got a set, um, like one of those combo deals for thirty-five dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. It just that, depends, like what company it is. And like, they're actually, yeah, I think actually, yeah, go you ahead. can go. They're and mine are actually pretty good quality, I'd say. Mhm. So, so, what's the next thing? The next one is so now that you have your keyboard and mouse, you need a place to put them. But since there's only one um, USB slip on a laptop, you will need to buy a device that plugs um, into that USB that extends into four USB slips. I don't exactly know what this is called, but it's it's like it just like pushes out from the USB you plug it in, and it makes so there's four of them so you can fit more specific things. Um, that's what I have. I remember it was decently cheap, but I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, but it should, yeah. For me, basically, so um, since I use an iPad again, I bought the Abitin keyboard that I bought. It's um, it's Bluetooth and it's compatible with an iPad, so you just need to hook it up on Bluetooth. You don't need need any USB or HDMI or anything like that. Yep, and so the for number three, this one is optional, but I decided to get a webcam. I I, think- I got a webcam too. Yeah, I got the Gesma Full HD 1080 Pixels 30 FPS webcam. It, this was made by Gesma. And if you're considering not getting a webcam, it, I mean, if you're just doing, if you just work from home, you don't have any meetings, it's not worth it to get a webcam because you obviously don't need it. But a lot of people have meetings during this time and they're on Zoom or Google Classroom or whatever. And Or Microsoft you, Teams. Yeah, and if you don't want a webcam, um, you're gonna look like a potato, and <laughs> and that's just not good because the webcam on a laptop looks, it, it's not good, it's not good. They don't need it to make good because they you buy separate ones made for the webcam. So the webcam I got was I I told you it's the Gazma Full HD 1080 pixels 30 fps. It was for thirty dollars, but you definitely can get a cheaper one. And probably about the same quality. Yeah, it doesn't really matter which one you get. I'm just um, saying what um, what I got. But if you're some sort of YouTuber or streamer, definitely get a better... Well, not definitely. I can't tell you what to do. But I would recommend getting some sort of actual camera made for that. Because this is just to get by um, without looking like the mosaics that you made in kindergarten (laughs) that your mom put on the fridge as pity. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to look like those. So that's why I suggest getting. Yeah, I would suggest it too. I think it would help. So, for number four, I'm Chase knows a l- much more than I do about this. I think this is the um, most essential item on this list. Yeah, um, a monitor. So, a monitor is essential to making a um to make a good setup, but monitors they are expensive. I have a 27-inch monitor, which is, it's measured on a diagonal. Yeah, I think I have a 23.8-inch pics- monitor. Yeah, it, honestly, I kind of got one that was oversized. I don't, I didn't need it to be this, I didn't need it to be this big, but it's I okay. just got it said. Um, it's 1080 pixels, 75 hertz, an Acer monitor that I really like, but to be honest, 
all monitors are pretty much the same if they're the same time uh, or if they're the same size have the same refresh rate and how detailed they are but my suggestion is to buy something between 24 to 23 inches long i mean on the sorry not long the diagonal and have um at least 1080 pixels and have anywhere from 60 hertz to 90 hertz for the refresh and, uh, rate. And one thing, I have a monitor too, but I have a 1080 pixels, 75 hertz refresh rate HP monitor. So there's a bunch of different companies. I'm sure they're technically they're pretty, all pretty yeah, much the yeah. same. Um, and this is unless you're doing video games. I do play video games on my monitor. I play on my Xbox, but. It on it doesn't really to me. I don't notice the difference for a higher hertz one than this. This works for me just fine. But I'm not gonna recommend this to you for gaming. Um, but you could use this. It still works. So next, oh also one last thing for the price range of this, you can get monitors from eighty dollars to five hundred monitor um from five hundred dollars. So. It depends on what you use yours for. If you're using yours for um, just zooming or productivity like I have and, and Chase as well, then I recommend trying to find one that is in the 80 to 130 Yeah, like mine was 127 and it works just fine. It's good quality. Yeah, mine, so. was, mine was 120. I really like it. It works fine. Uh, yeah. Um, so don't be pressured to buy an expensive one because you you might not need it to be that expensive and you've just wasted your money. And lastly, this is kind of this is important. It's essential, uh, especially for if you're if using you're, an iPad for your monitor. You need um, an HDMI slip adapter. Um, adapter that goes into a USB. So basically, you need it to be able to fit a USB inside. But go out as um, I mean an HDMI inside and go out as a USB, so you can plug it into one of your four um, slits that you have on the extension or, thing. That or was if you have number an iPad, one on the list. If you have an iPad, you can just buy an adapter and then put the HDMI cord from the monitor into the adapter and then plug the adapter into the charging port of your iPad. Yep. So. That concludes our list of I what I would think is essentials to having a good office or work setup. You can get things more advanced or less advanced than I did. This is just what I have, and Chase has similar things to what to, to what I have. And you will be paying in the low to mid two hundred dollars. A total for and, all this thing. Yeah. But make sure you don't have, like, just try to see if you have any of this stuff in your house already. Like any of the adapters or extensions. Just anything. Yeah. Um, like, so you're not Maybe you have, like, an extra, like, keyboard or mouse lying around and you don't need to buy a new one. So. Yeah. And, uh, and one more thing. Just, this goes back to the webcam. So if you're on an iPad and you're zooming from your iPad, even if your iPad is plugged into the monitor, if the camera that you're using is on your iPad, so it'll look like you're looking up, but if you get a webcam and you put it on top of the monitor, then it'll be a better angle so it doesn't look like you're looking up all the time. Yep, sounds good. 
Um, yeah, do you have anything else you would like to say before the next seg- segment? No, I just, like, one more thing. Like, you don't have to have any of this stuff. Like, you could just have your computer yeah. and maybe, like, a speaker or something, and you could be totally fine. This is... You don't even need a speaker. Yeah. They they all have built-in speakers, Yeah, but this is just, like, this is what we suggest if you're, like, e-learning or you're working from home. Yeah. To take it to the next level is what I yeah. would say. If you just have your computer and you're wondering what to get, this is what we have. Next segment is, so this is about Netflix, and they're taking a lot of shows and movies off of their program, which is kind of sad. And the one to me that, well, there's two that make me sad. Well, a lot of them make me sad, but these are the two biggest ones. Back to the Future, all three of them are taken off. Which I love Back to the oh, Future. Back to the Future is like my favorite movie series. Yeah, um, it brings back nostalgia from when I just watched the, all those 80s movies with my dad. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess we still do, but just we did it a lot when I was younger. So that kind of makes me sad. And something even more is The Office. And I've watched The Office so many times. Um, Chase, unfortunately, hasn't. Maybe you could watch The Office, and it's well, it's um, yeah. I have a little it's sister. Last days alive. I have a little sister, and she likes well, not super little. She's nine years old, and she likes to watch stuff with me. So I don't really think it would be appropriate to watch. But I do get yeah. to watch stuff by myself, so I yes. don't have to watch it there. <laughs> um. So The Office is gone. Many other shows. Um, I'm just going to go through a few of them. So, West Wing. Oh, there's a lot of others. These are just the ones I thought were the most important. West Wing, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was a big hit. I didn't actually watch that movie, but... You know, Dexter. I didn't watch that as well, but I know it's super popular. Airplane. I actually did watch this, and I really liked it. I watched it twice. I've never seen it. I liked it. recommend that I watch it. It's it's more inappropriate than The Office if you're okay. if you're planning to watch it with your sister. Okay, but like but, yeah, Back to the Future obviously that's probably the biggest one, one of the biggest. Ones. Yeah. Um, we have the, the gr- and also another one of the big ones is Indiana Jones. All of them, yeah. I think, are gone. The, yeah, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, that's coming off, and the interview I watched that mm-hmm. as well. I like that. And, the Octonauts. Octonauts. If you have younger kids, that's seasons one through three are coming off. Or siblings, yeah. Um, those are the main ones that we put down. Oh, Fargo as well. Mm-hmm. My, I think my dad watched that. He really liked it. I'm pretty um, sure he watched that. Any big ones? That's, well, there's uh, a bunch that's of other ones, but it. we're not going to say every single one because that would take a while. And so, oh wow, we've done actually. 19 minutes so far mm-hmm. and and we're starting we're just gonna go into the break so i'll see you guys after our break see ya. i hope yeah bye hello we're back from our break and thank you so much for listening to the first half and thank you even more if you're gonna listen to the second half of episode four of a few important things we really appreciate all your support and it really helps us so our next section is a product review on turtle beach headsets ben take it away so i'm doing the turtle beach headsets these are cheaper 
and they're wired with um they're called Air Force Recon. Um and I like this headset because the cushions built in that make it very comfortable to wear and it's probably the best thing about this product. The attachable microphone is also nice because so I'm actually recording on it right now because I don't have an actual microphone. So I'm just using the ones I got with the headset. And it comes out so you can take it out. And this is a little bit, it's good and bad. Because if you just want to listen to some music and there's no reason to talk, you just, you just, you don't need to put the microphone in. But it's annoying because just stupid people like me, I lose them a lot. (laughs) <laughs> so I'll put them on my desk or I'll put them somewhere and I'll forget that they're there. So next time that I want to go on Zoom or like do one of these podcasts, I'll be like, where are my, where's my microphone? And the microphone, as you can probably tell from me talking, it doesn't have the best noise. So you'll hear a popping noise, which is when I, when I say things like, or like, like pencils, pencils. Like you hear that pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. At yeah. the beginning of the P. And um that's to be expected with something this cheap and with a mic like this, because it's not an actual mic. It's one of the ones that came with the headset. So I that's not really a big problem for me. Just I should probably not be using them for this. But and it's better than no headphones. And like I said before, you can take this out, and that's good and bad. And one of the reasons I said was because it's bad because I lost it a few times, but it's good because you don't always need to have it. Personally, though, there's another Turtle Beach headphones that I use for gaming, and they have one that folds back into the headset itself, and I like that more. You know, but there's really nothing you can do. But... That's just my opinion. Some people probably will like this one more, where they can take it out, but that's just me. And besides the microphone and the cushions, the cushions that are very good, the material itself, besides the cushions, the part that goes above your head, it's cheap and lightweight as the company is, like, I wouldn't say bragging, but that's what their marketing point is. And I put a lot of emphasis on the cheap. Because they are cheap. They, I mean, they are lightweight. I mean, that's good, but they're, they're cheap. And the cheap outweighs the lightweight. Um, the lightweight is to be... It's going to be cheap. So, I don't really like this. And I feel like if I put this in, in a bag... I wanted to put my headphones in a bag to take on a trip. I, I mean, I wouldn't be super surprised if they just snapped. <laughs> on on the weight of like maybe clothes. I don't know where you'd be putting these, but I'm just kind of worried about that. That that that's something that could very well happen. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I could definitely understand. I mean, I don't really plan on getting these. Yeah, but I actually I like these, but you know they're not the best. I'm pr- eventually I'm gonna get better headphones. And the other features of this. There are not a ton of other features, but like I said before, I, I was showing Chase this just earlier today. You can actually unmute and mute your microphone with just the flick of a button. So, so I'm going to count down in after. Actually, I don't really need to show a demonstration. No, it's fine. I, you, you can, can. just take a, 
Okay, I'll say. So, um, I'm gonna count down from five, and by three, I'm gonna still be talking, but you won't be able to hear me. Five, four... He's talking right now, you just can't hear him. That's that mute button that he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, well, I guess I could just be not talking. No, but I actually was talking there. So, it's pretty nice, it's pretty nifty to have. Um, so you don't need to, like, press your screen or move your mouse up to the mute or unmute button. Just one thing that I like. And the cost of these had- Oh, also, another thing, there's a little nozzle on it that regulates the volume but i don't really use the nozzle ever because it's annoying and it kind of it feels weird um it's hard to like regulate it so well so i don't really use it but i just you know i just tap it on the side of my ipad the volume the next thing and why i'm surprised um that they actually have these features is the cost of the headphones which there's a variety of like colors and stuff but it will be 30 to 40 dollars at target and oh probably... wow that is cheap yeah it really is cheap i got these and i've been using them ever since i use them sometimes on meetings at zoom meetings i, I use them we... for podcasting so me and ben we go to the same school and we're in the same classes so yeah i see ben using his headphones a lot yeah i mean i like them personally and I use them for, like, listening to music. I listen to music a lot when I write. So, yeah, I, um, I actually really like these headphones. But if you're planning to use these for, like, gaming, like with the section we did on the setup, I don't recommend this for gaming. So gaming like is for a total ex- other thing. So, like, for so- example, if you had your monitor... And then you also had your Xbox. You wouldn't recommend using the Turtle Beach headsets for gaming, right? For Yeah, yeah, I would not. Because first of all, I have a different Turtle Beach headset that I really like that I use for gaming. But first, that was $100. That's totally different. Oh, wow. De- I, okay. I definitely do think you need the two headphones if you plan on gaming. But just because you of the difference. But you only the $100 ones for gaming? Well, yeah, you can't pair it to this, oh, okay. even though it's wireless. Okay. Um, I might do another product review next time on this. I don't know. We'll see. Or I might um, do one. Yeah, I you know, I could lend them to you if you'd like to see how they work. No, I and, think it's fine. I have regular headphones. And, like I said, just an overview of this product. I like these headsets a lot. They're comfortable. The sound quality is what you want from headphones at this price. I do not recommend, like I said, for PlayStation or Xbox, even though it's compatible. And just because it's not wireless like also like i said before because you can get wireless ones that are nice and you don't need to deal with all the cables that get in the way of stuff and yeah that's all we have for that um, section and then we have like all the rest of the segments this week are chases but i might put some of my extremely insightful commentary yes (laughs) my super insightful commentary that you will never find anywhere else Yes, Ben has As you can really see, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Alright, so the next section... I'm good at sarcasm. The next section we do is sports. So, um, we're going to do something a little different this week. So, um, it involves football because I feel like we haven't done something for football since our first episode. So, basically what we're going to do is we're going to take two, the two, the two best teams in the AFC... And basically, we're going to create, like, a fake game 
and I'm going to do an analysis on both of the offenses for these teams. And based on my analysis, we're going to see who wins. So the two teams are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I have a question sure. before you start. Yeah, sure. Okay. Everyone's going to laugh at me. <laughs> but what is the AFC? Oh, so in the... um, <laughs> What's up? In the NFL, there's two conferences. There's the NFC mm-hmm. and the AFC. So, mm-hmm. for example, these two teams are in the AFC. And maybe next week, we'll do one with two teams from the NFC. So, I just chose... Two of the best teams in football to do, and these two teams are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm just going to start out by saying this: Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the AFC. Now, if you're a Chiefs fan, don't yell. Please don't yell at me for saying that he's not the best quarterback in the whole entire NFL. But in my opinion, and my opinion is not your opinion. I think Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, is the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm just saying that because I think Murray, he has great escape ability. So, like, if he's about to get sacked, he can just run. Or he also has a very strong arm. So that's why I think he just has a, he's just a slight bit better than Patrick Mahomes. And, um, but enough on who's better. Um... The Chiefs, they have the best offense in the NFL. No, no doubt. So they have two two running backs. They have the rookie out of LSU, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who is obviously their number one running back. And then they have Le'Veon Bell, who we haven't seen a lot of this year. So, um, but they're both good power backs that can do tough running. So, like, if you're at the one-yard line and you're down by, like, for example, let's say three, and you need a touchdown to win the game, then you could probably say, like, oh, Claude Edouard-Trailer, please run for a touchdown. and Or Le'Veon Bell, can you please win us the game? And you could rely on them to, you know, do that for you. And um, their other part is their receiving core. It's up and down. Obviously, their number one receiver is Tyree Kill. That's pretty obvious. But um, they're wide receiver, their second wide receiver and their third wide receiver. Um, It's a little unclear who they are. So, when Sammy Watkins is healthy, which he hasn't been this year, he is their um, number two wide receiver. Sorry. And um, I would say probably um, Michael Harnman and Demarcus Robinson would probably split reps as a third wide out. But um, let's go to the other situation. Say Sammy Watkins is not healthy and he's not playing that game, then um, I would say that it's more likely that Demarcus Robinson would move into the second wide receiver position and Miko Hardman would be their locked-in third wide receiver. So, yeah, that's, I'm just explaining a little about their receiving core. And uh, they do have one more receiver that some people know. His name is Byron Pringle. But um, he's injured, and he's on injured reserve, so that's why I didn't... Um, mention his name, but even if he was healthy, he would probably be their fourth wide receiver choice. And um, the Chiefs, flat out, they obviously have the best tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey, and Kelsey can kill a team, and he's a gr- another threat for Patrick Mahomes to throw to, and 
Um, this season, Kelsey leads all tight ends in receiving, receptions per game, reception yards per game, and reception TDs per game. So, yeah, that's just a little on the Chiefs' offense. I didn't do their defense because I thought that would take maybe a little too much time. But So, yeah. So, I said the Chiefs would be going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and in case you didn't know, or you're not following the, the Pittsburgh Steelers really closely, uh, they have their best NFL record, 11-0. and So it looks like they're definitely in good shape to make the NFL playoffs. But even though the Steelers have a better record than the Chiefs, the Chiefs record is 10-1, and by the way. Even though the Steelers have a be- better record, I think... The Chiefs' offense is more high-powered and they have more weapons than the Steelers. But this is about the Steelers, not the Chiefs. So, um, let's start with their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. He's been in the league for 16 years. And last year, he had surgery on his right elbow and he was out for the rest of the season. So that's why the Steelers didn't do very well last year. But... You know, maybe if I had to estimate how many more years he's going to have in the NFL, I'd say maybe somewhere around the five to six range, but you never know. Like Tom Brady, he's what he's 43 years old and he's still playing football. Though. Great. He's really good. So, um, no, I'm not an NFL reporter, so I have no idea what Big Ben's going to do. But... Um, if I had to guess, maybe that, maybe five to seven more years in the league. But um, uh, what I also don't know is what the Steelers would do if uh, Ben decides to hang up, hang up his cleats. And by the way, hang up his cleats means retires in the next five years. I mean, their quarterback, their backup quarterback is Mason Rudolph. He didn't do very well last year. So I don't know what the Steelers would do, but yeah. Enough about talking about Big Ben retiring. Let's get into the Steelers' offense. Their running backs, uh, James Conner and Benny Snell Jr. James Conner, obviously, they're running back one. But, for example, um, last week he tested positive for COVID-19. So, um, and but when he's healthy or he doesn't have coronavirus, then um, he's their running back one. And I would have to guess that... Um, if they had to choose, um, Benny Snell Jr. would be their running back, too, over Anthony McFarlane Jr., but you never know. And, um, but uh, when the Steelers played the Ravens on Wednesday, Benny Snell technically got the start, and Anthony McFarlane Jr. played behind him, kind of what Benny Snell is to when James Conner, when James Conner's healthy. And so that's the Steelers running backs, and... They're, they have a great young wide receiver group. Chase Claypool, um, a rookie out of Notre Dame. Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson. And maybe this is me, maybe their head coach Mike Tomlin has a clear wide receiver one. Uh, they're a primary wide receiver in mind. But I don't think that they have a clear first wide receiver. I think all three of them... Um, you know, they split reps pretty evenly. Depends how many times Ben throws the ball, but yeah. And um, if anybody were to get hurt or they were to get coronavirus or anything would happen to them, um, James Washington, their current 
fourth wide receiver would probably step in as their wide receiver three if any of them, you know, were to get hurt or something. And the last position that I'm talking about is their tight ends. And so they have two tight ends, Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. And I think it's very obvious that Ebron, Eric Ebron, is their tight end one, which basically means that he's their primary tight end and he'll be get catch more passes than McDonald, but Vance McDonald will definitely be brought into the game for um, crucial blocking situations. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically it on the Steelers' offense. And remember how I told you that it was technically like a matchup that they would somebody would win. And I think just based on my analysis, that the Chiefs would probably win that game. So, yeah. And lastly, we have a book review. Wait, do we have time for it this week? Yeah. You think? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, do you like to take it away? I mean, first of all, I just want to say, this took a lot of time. I mean, I mean, I like your words. I, I don't understand what, what you're saying, <laughs> but, it, they, I mean, they seem smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that kind of took a while. No, it's okay. I... I I don't know what any of that meant, to be honest. It's okay. I don't watch it. I don't watch any sports. Yeah, it's actually. Okay. But yeah. um, so our last section, the book review. This uh, we're actually doing a book review on a series called Spy School. If you've ever heard of it, I actually, I actually read the series. Uh, I read how many? I read either the first two or the first three books. I forgot about that, so I can talk a little about it as well but you you should start okay so um spy school it's one of my favorite series i my favorite book is probably um number seven spy school british invasion but um i haven't read number eight which just came out in october so i'll have to read that but um this section isn't about what i like um it's about the spy school series so basically this series is about this kid i think he's like a little just a year older than Ben and I. He's like 12 or 13. Yeah. And um his name is Ben Ripley and um they work he works with this girl Erica and um a little side note Ben has a Ben Ripley has a crush on Erica. Nice even, rip- Yeah, you added the Ripley there. Nice <laughs> job. Even though Erica is like 16, 15 or 16 I think. Ben Ripley. That's what we call illegal. <laughs> Ben, ben, ben Ripley has a crush on Erica, so yeah. And they work for the CIA, and they're basically like a team, so they team up to stop this evil organization called Spider. Um, so yeah, that's basically just the main part of the series, but I don't want to say a lot more because... Um, I know, I know, I can give something that I sure. like about this book that yeah. I think you can agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you probably have seen, um, especially prominent in the 80s, there were lots of, or not in the 80s, just, you know, I don't know when, but with the whole fiasco with Russia and the Cold War and all that, there was lots of spy movies created. Yeah. And you're probably, you've probably watched at least one of them, and it's funny because in this book, so the writer is actually pretty funny. Um, and he Stuart has Gibbs. all these, yeah, he has, he's, so all those cliches 
you know what I'm talking about, like all those spy gear. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. which wire are you gonna cut? Yeah. Like, who are you gonna, whose life are you gonna save? You know what I mean? Um. And all of those. What? Whose life are yeah. you gonna end? No, like, which wire are you gonna cut? Yeah, I you know, know what you mean. The, yeah. So he has he 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 like makes light and jokes of those cliches. Mm-hmm. Um. We're, yeah, I don't want to get into it because there's, I might give a spoiler and I don't want to do that. But yes, it's actually, I thought it was pretty funny when I read it. I was pretty into it at the time. And I read, yeah, like I said before, I read either the first two or the first three. Um, one of my friends got it for me for my birthday. And I actually, I really liked it. And you've read almost all of them. Yeah, I need to read that eighth one. So, yeah, so that's a little bit about it. And um, so there's eight books in the series, like I said. And the eighth one, the latest one, is called Spy School Revolution. And so, yeah. And I would probably rate this book, this book series, 4.5 out of 5 stars. Because the themes are really interesting. And, like, you can easily get really interested in the book and want to read all of them. Um, what do you think is a downside of this book? Well, I just think there's, like, maybe, like, one thing that's, like... I just think maybe Stuart Gibbs, he could live, like... I mean, like, Ben, like you say, he makes, like, f- jokes out of those cliches. But I think he could add maybe, like, uh, one or two more details to describe, like, what the characters are doing and, like, their actions and the yeah. dialogue. But, like, I'm not an author, so... You know, so um, overall, I think it's a great series. I would and also, four point yeah, five out of five stars. So, yeah, I yeah, I actually I agree. I might have, I might rate it a little lower. You would? Uh, is, I might. I don't know. I might rate it. I'll rate it a four. I guess a four point one. Yeah. Um, I I like the book. There are, like, my ideal book, I'd like it to have action all the way through. There is, but I just found it's boring at parts. Like, there yeah, is yeah, yeah. pockets in all books, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. why, I mean, if, it, if if the whole book was interesting, I'd rate it a 5. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I'll rate it a 4.1. I recommend this book, um, Chase You. Yeah, I definitely do. You should. What read. audience do you think should read this book? Mm, well, maybe, like, if you're, like, maybe... 10 or 11 to if you're maybe a 13 at the most. Yeah. So. Well, that's it for this Well, yeah, epi- that actually, yeah, that's, that wraps it up for this episode. Of a few important things. Again, thanks for supporting us and thanks for staying through this long episode. Again, if you have feedback yeah. or if you want us to include your idea in a podcast um, please email or or another thing is if you wanna if you have a guest that you want us to interview yeah i I've been trying to find some writers to interview maybe you could I could email Stuart Gibbs mm-hmm. um ask if he wants to come on yeah so but like if you have any suggestions for us remember to email us at few important things at gmail.com that's few with a capital f important things at gmail.com and um the, our instagram account that we'll be posting new stuff soon is a few important things and well yeah. that wraps it up for this episode 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.